the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you are uh, learning what it means to love. We're going to talk about it today. The theology of romance and specifically, is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? That is my big question on the table today. If you're new to the show, this is how we roll. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, today, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today's Theological Thursday, and I want to talk to you about the theology of romance. Here's the question. Can you answer it for me? Is romance necessary? for a loving relationship to flourish. I want to know what you think. Uh, I'm going to open up my phone lines right now. I'm going to go to a word of prayer and give you a couple other tidbits of information. But uh, if you have an answer to that question, is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? I'd love to hear what you have to say. Come on, let's bow together in prayer. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to have conversation that stretches us, helps us to think and grow and love. Would you please uh, bless the show today and guide us along the way. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Well, opening up the phone lines without giving you a phone number is not a bright idea, is it? Let me give you my number, 888 432 7434 888-432-7434 or remember the word bridge 888-43-BRIDGE a couple other ways to get a hold of me you can always go to andersonspeaks.com and uh, you can go to my uh, favorite website embracegracism.com get all the information you want and need not only on me but also uh, information about my sponsors and things of that sort. So I'd love to connect with you there off uh, when when the show's not on. So, But the show's on now, so you can give me a call if you want to talk about it. Maybe you really don't know uh, whether, you, whether romance is something necessary for a loving relationship to flourish. I'd like to hear from you. 
Uh, maybe you remember that song, for those of you old enough, from Gwen Guthrie uh, called Nothing Going On But the Rent. <laughs> she says, no romance without finance. You got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. Well, what do you think? Uh, is that the only thing it takes in order to have a loving relationship to flourish? A J-O-B? Uh, what about romance? Is it really necessary? And does the Bible have a lot to say about romance? Or when we think of love, we have to think about it even more broadly so that we don't get locked into the the narrative of romantic love. What does God's word say about romantic love? And by the way, how are you doing? How's your love life? You want to talk to me about your love life? Uh, give me the number. Uh, or I'll give you the number. You give me the call. 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. How is your love life and would you like your love life to be different maybe you need to talk to someone about it dudes guys gents you can always call me we can talk about it and what kind of woman are you thinking about what kind of woman would you like and do you have that kind of woman now and if not how do you find her uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the lord that's what uh proverbs says and then, ladies, what about you? Looking for a man? What kind of a man are you looking for? What kind of romance would you like uh, and do you need? So uh, maybe you're widowed, maybe you're divorced, or maybe you're single, never been married. Uh, maybe you are married and realize that there seems to be something lacking in the relationship. Well, if you want to talk to a guy about it, I'm here. Uh, I'm a pastor. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Uh, I do a little bit of business and uh, many other things with regard to leadership and consulting. So we might have something to say about it. Of course, we can't answer every question, but we can acknowledge any question. And here's the good news. We can turn to God's word uh, and look at what his word has to say. We can turn to God's spirit and bow in prayer. We can talk through it, walk through it. And then you want to know another resource? My other listeners, many of them are much smarter, and they'll call in sometimes and give uh, some thoughts or advice that might help another caller. So my lines are open now. Get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434. That is my number, live in studio. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of romance. Is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? You know, there are uh, many loving relationships that, uh, depending on what culture you come from, the Middle Eastern culture from which the scriptures were written, oftentimes you had marriages that were arranged. Uh, and I know even people today uh, whose parents and some people have been married for many years, and their relationship is is going well. I mean, they're, they're married, they have children, they have homes together and education and and romance is not necessarily a part of the equation uh, as much as loving commitment, service, uh, and, and being together. And so sometimes you may think, well, maybe something's wrong with that. Should I have this romantic novel kind of a relationship? Or is it okay that I like her, she likes me, we're committed to paying the mortgage and getting the kids to school? Is that okay? Or is there a longing inside of you that says, no, I want more than that? I, I want uh, more intimacy. And then so then what does that look like uh, in a relationship, whether married or not married? 
Well, that's what we're going to talk about. My lines are wide open. I'm going to run to my commercial break. And as soon as I get back, I'm going to talk to you about this topic. I can't wait to hear from you. Get in where you fit in. Lines are open. This is your time. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. It's fine. Are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let me give a shout-out to one of my listeners, Tawana Rush. For Mama Joyce, thank you so much for listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and the rest of you. Big shout out to my mom who listens every day, uh, I.C. Anderson Jackson. Love you so much, Mom. 888-432-7434. That's my number. We're talking about the theology of romance. 
is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? I want to know what you think about this. Of course, I've got my thoughts. I've got the scriptures. But, you know, I love to set the table and just invite you to pull up a chair, listen, learn from one another, and then, you know, we'll kind of figure it out as we go along. How's that sound? All right, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's kick it off in Germantown, Maryland, with Ann, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Ann. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are Hi, you? Hi, how are you? I'm alive and grateful. I'm good. This is my first time ever calling a radio station, how so I'm a little that? nervous. Oh, well, thank you for calling me. I'll, I'll try not to make you nervous. In fact, I want to make you real comfortable, Ann. So you just tell me what you're thinking today. Well, what I'm thinking today, you know, tomorrow will be my husband's um, 13-year anniversary um, of his death. Mm. Um, six years after he died, I started dating. I, you know, I met a guy, and it was the first guy I met after my husband, you know, passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been together ever since. Oh, really? Okay. But, mm-hmm, so, so we've been talking to each other, like, maybe almost six years. Mm-hmm. But he's a very nice man. I think sometimes he could be a little controlling. Right, okay. Um, instead of saying, I love you, He'll buy, he he'll, he buys me things. Okay. Which I, I really don't mind, but I feel sometimes you need to hear the word, I love you. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever Am say I it to him? Am thinking that? No, you're not mm-hmm. wrong. You're not wrong at all. Do you ever say it to him? I, I did say it to him, but mm-hmm. then I get to a point where, you know, if he's not saying it to me, right. then I feel a little embarrassed right. saying it to him. Uh, I because, understand. You know, with, so, you know, with me and my husband, my husband used to always, every day he told me he loved me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to compare him to that. Yeah, but you can't help it. that's who he is. Well, what, do you, what do you want, though? It sounds to me like you want him to tell you that he loves you. Is that right? Yeah, I do. I want him to tell me. Have you ever told him that? You no, know, I don't want you to. I'm sorry. Have you ever told him that? Yes, I have. We just had that discussion a couple of weeks ago. And how does he respond yeah, to that? Just, you know, excuse me? What does he say? How did he respond? He said that um, you don't, it doesn't, it's just a word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the way you give to a person. That's how they show how you feel. And I'm like, I said, I know that Jesus loves me. Mm-hmm. And I love Jesus. Right. So you were human. Why can't you say those words? Mm. They're necessary. Right. Right. So you need him to say that uh, he loves you and he doesn't say it. So then how does that make you feel? It it makes me feel like I'm in a useless relationship. Mm -hmm. So you're not feeling the love. And even though Mm -hmm. I feel that he loves me. Won't say the word. Are you sure he loves you? You know, let me use an example. Okay. My son, he's forty-four, mm-hmm. and he said, "You know, this man is never going to tell you he loves you because that's not who he is." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Why would you say that?" He said, "Because I'm a man." He said, mm-hmm. "And I remember my dad." Boy, he was his stepfather. 
This man said he loved you every single day. Mm. When he walked into the house, he let you know, I'm here and I love you. Mm. But this man won't say it. So. And it sounds like it's a big, it's a big deal to you. Uh, do you feel like if he uh, said that, right, would that change your relationship? Um, possibly. I would be more, I would be, it would be a more positive relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, with, with us being dating for seven years, and we never discussed, you know, marriage because there's mm-hmm. things that he wants me to, to give up and, I don't have a lot that I need to give up because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just a homebody woman. I stay home all the time, so that's just me. But, you know, there's a lot of things he wants, and there's a lot of things that I don't want. But you never married him, so. right? Hmm? You You guys never got married, though, right? No, we're not married. And do you? Nope. When, you know, when we go out mm-hmm. and he introduces me, I'm introduced as a friend. Okay. So I think you should take some of these it's, clues. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mean it, a, made it, a friend, and I'm like, well, you know, I have yeah. an, an aunt that says you're too old to be a girlfriend, or he's too old to be a boyfriend. I said, then what? Are, what am I? Well, you're, what is he? You're not too old to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You just wanted to find, and and I think right. he, he's making it clear for you. You just got to take the clues, and the clues are. He doesn't necessarily love you the way you want to be loved, and he doesn't see you as his woman. He sees you as a companion, a friend to hang out with. He likes being with you, and he likes you, but he doesn't, again, I don't know this man from Adam, but it doesn't sound to me like he loves you, he wants to be involved romantically with you, but that you're a, you're a BFF, you're a, a, a best friend, and that's as far as it's going to go, and, and, and if that's okay with you, can continue to be it. Enjoy dinners out and enjoy yeah, the gifts. Not, excuse me. It's not okay with me. Okay, then you have to make a decision on what you're going to do. Right? Okay. So, I mean, right. this, this is real talk. You know, if you were married to him, it would be different. But you're not married to him, so that makes you uh, empowered. You're free to right. make a decision to say, you know what, it's not okay with me um, that we don't have a romantic relationship. I actually want a romantic relationship. I still want to be your friend, but I want to date other people. You date other people. Hopefully you'll find somebody that you really love. Uh, but I know you like me. I like you. That's fine. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm going to date other people because I want to find somebody who's going to yeah, actually love me. He said he likes me a lot. Woo-hoo. I mean, after seven years, you only <laughs> yeah. like me. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry. With that. Well, and you should yeah. you should be because you're hanging around. I think waiting for love. He's giving you all kind of clues that you're not going to get that love from him. And so, if I were you, and again, I'm not you, and I can't just tell you what to do, but I can at least lead you in my conversation to think maybe you ought to be considering finding finding somebody else that would love you, still being a friend for him, if that's what he wants. But he's making it clear. He couldn't be more clear. Right. Right, so now it's time for you to sort of wake up and be like, okay, you know what? Thank you, Dr. Anderson. I'm going to consider these things, and maybe I will find somebody who is going to love me. This man's not the one, and if he and 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 if he is the one, he's going to change after this conversation. I guarantee you that. If you tell him, thank you, appreciate you, I'm gonna date other people. uh, I guarantee you, something's going to change. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
right. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. All right. It's Valentine's Day, so I guess I'll be talking to him today. Well, happy Valentine's Day. But you know what? Thank you. This can turn something around, too. You never know in the direction that you want it in, or it can give you the truth. And what you want on Valentine's Day, you really do kind of want the truth. So so you're not here next Valentine's Day a year later talking about, uh, he still doesn't love me, but I'm still hanging around. Right. Are you with you know, me? And then, you know, a couple of, I guess maybe six months ago, I did break it off with him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were right back together within, I think he stayed away from me for like three days. Mm-hmm. And then we just started right where we left off. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, are you guys uh, intimately involved as well or no? Yes. Okay, so that's and we and I know we shouldn't be. Well, that's that's and what, I really that's what's don't going want on. To be. Well, I mean, and that's what's going on. He's getting he's getting everything he needs. Why does he have to t- kick it up a notch? Why does he have to be more right. committed? You're Why right. does he have to fall in love with you? Why any of that? He brings you some gifts. You're giving him the greatest gift of all. He's got it made. Right. That's right. You're right. And I and I wake up every morning thinking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know because that's. That's not who I who I am. That's not who who I want to be. Correct. And I and I understand. I never that. wanted to, you know. Want you know, my husband and I. That was, you know, I I didn't want a relationship with anyone until I was married to them. Right. Well, but it seemed like I felt I let myself fall into a trap, and not sure how to get out of it. Well, definitely grieving the loss of your husband. Wanting some uh, warmth and companionship, I understand it. But now it's time to wake up, and uh, you're waking up, I can tell. And it takes some courage because, you know, you're going to be facing loneliness. And so this is is the plight that not only you're in but many others are in. But the Lord said he will be your husband. And, uh, you know, in that loneliness, he will be your companion. And God will send you somebody in due season. But you need to, I think, grieve the loss of the husband uh, that you were married to who loved you every day and the Lord who loves you every day even more than your husband. And then whether if this person truly is uh, someone who's available and and really could enjoy a relationship with you, then this will make him step up. If not, he's just right. enjoying all the goodies that you have to give him, and then he can go on about his business. And so um, that's my two cents on it. I hope I hope it's okay with me being straight with you today, Miss Ann. Oh, it, yes, it is. It, it's better to get it from someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know me. You don't know him. Mm, that's true. But I feel like you do know him now. Yeah, I, yeah. And he had once said that, how can I fall in love with him yeah. if I can't get over my husband? Right. Well, And it, I have got, I'm over my husband. You know, the, my husband and I can't have a relationship. Because he's gone. Toughest thing to do is to is to be uh, romantic with a widow. That's the toughest thing. A, a, a woman who has loved her her husband so well, and then that man was taken from him. It's easier to to merit to be romantic with a divorced woman or a divorced man, but but to be because usually the divorce happened and they didn't want it. Something's wrong. They they're mad. Uh, the person's still on right. the earth and it didn't work out. That's different than losing someone that you love and then if i have to date you knowing that i can never measure up to that like he's not even walking the earth 
So he's like Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's perfect in your eyes. And so how am I ever going to stack up to that? So it's difficult right. for a man to be with a woman uh, who's been widowed until she can make him feel like he is just as good or better than than the one that she was married to. And that's an art because you're going to have to, with any guy, whether it's this one or another one, you're going to have to uh, be like, you know what, that was a different relationship. I love him. I'll always love him just like I love my kids. Put it in that put it in that category but honey you're different so i love you differently we you know and it's just like loving children differently most men get that if you have kids they know you love your kids differently well you have to make your your first husband uh he's in a different category he's not better than you there's no comparison he's a family member he's a relative right now you're my lover you're the man i want to be with so i'm not even comparing the two of you now it's still hard for a man to get over that but i'm giving you language i think that can help you Right. Whether it's this guy or the next one, okay? Okay. All right, blessings to you. We'll talk to you soon. I'm coming right back. We're talking like romance, like the real deal. You want to talk to me? I have open lines. 888-43-BRIDGE. Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemingway. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial, The Kavanaugh Confirmation and the Future of the Supreme Court, reveals the inside story of these bitterly divisive hearings and what they mean for the court and the country. Justice on Trial is the explosive new bestseller on the Kavanaugh confirmation. Get your copy today from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Were you promised your home would sell, it didn't, and your agent disappeared? You are not alone. 42% of houses currently on the market will not sell. I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. We just helped seven home sellers in the metro D.C. area sell their house, even when it didn't sell the first time. Call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days, or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. We've helped over 100 listeners sell their house for top dollar. Listen to what they have to say. We had a property that we had rented it out. We were selling our property in the wintertime. Uh, we actually sold our house five days after um, it went on the market. It was approximately $5,000 um, over the asking price. If we ever sold the house that we're in now, mm-hmm. the first person we would call yeah. would be Christy Moore. Uh-huh. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets of A-Action Home Services. When you call our stand-up guys, you can expect they'll show up with our warehouse on wheels, introduce themselves with their unique qualifications, and, of course, they'll be wearing shoe covers. But most importantly, before they do any work, they'll share options with you, including upfront pricing, so you decide what's best. So for stress-free electrical, plumbing, and heating service, call us today at 703-922-1900. From the creators of War Room, the Kendrick Brothers return to the big screen with Overcomer. Why have a season with one runner? One runner matters. John Harrison is a frustrated coach questioning his value until he crosses paths with a student struggling on her own journey. What have you allowed to define you? Overcomer, now playing 
Starring Alex Kendrick and Priscilla Shirer. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Visit OvercomerMovie.com. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. You know, every week I have the male-female hour. And years ago, I recorded at a synagogue, in fact, a four-part series of lectures called Men's Sexual Nature. I talk about adultery, pornography, values, and sexuality, what men want, what they're like, what their nature is. This is the best thing I ever did on male sexuality. The complete four-part series is now 50% off in the Prager Store. Go to PragerStore.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, The Theology of Romance. It's Theological Thursday. The question, is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? I want to know what you're thinking about this these days, and how is your love life? Uh, Happy Valentine's Day for those of you who uh, uh, celebrate that. And for those of you who don't, you know, we're talking about love in general, right? And and, and what does a romantic relationship look like? Good, bad, ugly? How's your love life? Well, listen, my lines are open if you want to talk to me. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Just about to get Chris out of Manassas, uh, Virginia. Looks like that line dropped, so Chris, make sure you call me back. And I'll go now to Shepherdstown, West Virginia, and talk to Michael. Hi, Michael. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing very well, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today, sir? Well, honestly, I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, The lovely lady who just called in, uh, she had mentioned that the gentleman who she was with uh, said something about how love is just a word. And one of the things that kind of struck me about that was God literally spoke the entire universe into existence with a word. Mm, that's good. There is this un- unbelievable intrinsic power that words have. Words create. Words yeah. bind. You know. Yeah. You can't just say something like, "Oh, it's just a word," because that that goes against how the universe was structured. Yeah. How about that? How about that? That's po- there's power in our words. The scripture says, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you make a good point. I'm glad you dropped it here on today's show. Thanks a lot. Okay, Michael? Yeah, thank you. Take care. Blessings to you all the way from Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Big shout-out to those of you in West Virginia, those of you out there in uh, Frederick and Hagerstown and so on. Thanks a lot for tuning in. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And if you're just joining us, maybe you're just getting in the car. We're talking about the theology of romance. And here's the question on the table. Is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? I'd love to hear from you on the topic. Uh, Give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Woodbridge, Virginia, and talk to Monique, who's on the line. Hi, Monique. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? 
So I have a question about my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been engaged for the past, well, actually we got engaged since uh, Christmas okay. of this past year. Mm-hmm. And we agreed not to have sex, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. But there seems to not be any physical touch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in terms of like hugs or, um, you know, just rub my back, rub my shoulders. Right. I do it to him, but I don't receive it. Uh-huh. And have you guys ever been physically involved uh since before you were engaged, have you ever been sexually involved with this person? Yes. So we were. And then once we got engaged, it was like, okay, well, we want to be more spiritually connected and let's just focus on the other areas of our relationship and not just focus on the physical aspects of it. Understood. And then before, when you guys were sexually involved or intimately involved, was he more touchy and feely and and all the things that you want now? Yes. Okay. So you can't have your cake and eat it. <laughs> from a man's <laughs> from a man's perspective, Monique, I'm going to be real with you. He doesn't want to touch you and get all affectionate because he knows what it leads to. And so what he's doing is he's simply guarding himself because he's trying his best to make it to that wedding night when he's free to be with you again. So uh, I think you're going to have to allow this uh, time warp between the time you're engaged and the time you're married because he doesn't want to fall. He doesn't want to fail, and he can't do what you women can do. You women can be intimate and touch and feel and be affectionate and somehow have the ability to, to leave it there. Not always, but you can. With a guy, uh, it's, it's, it's not that simple. So what he may be doing is just kind of cu- putting that area in a closet, locking the door, and holding on for dear life until you know he's freed up to have the Monique that he's going to marry. The question is, when are y'all getting married? thing that's my follow-up like we're not even we're going through premarital counseling now Uh and we're not even discussing a date Uh you know as of yet okay we've thrown out seasons but not necessarily you know april 17th like we're not down to that level (laughs) and you're ready for that aren't you it's like i could be waiting forever just like he could be waiting forever right right well when's premarital counseling over um so we have a couple of different chapters that we're working through and i don't I don't know a set date. Like, I just know that we have, like, five more chapters to go. <laughs> oh, Lord. And when you say chapters, does that mean, like, once a week or once every two weeks? Yeah, it's turning out to be, like, once every two weeks, only because of the um, Christmas holiday and the New Year's. Uh-huh. Um, so, unfortunately, we haven't been meeting as often as I would like to. Right, right. Um, but... So I I really don't have a date as to when we'll conclude. Right. And you're meeting with a premarital counselor at a church or a class or something like that? 
Yes, through our church. I'd ask your church leader, um, when do you expect this class to be over, first of all? When is it scheduled to be over? And then I'd have a conversation with your hubby-to-be. By the time the class is over, can we make a decision on when we want to set a date to get get married? Because that would make me feel really good. Once we get through the class, you know you want to marry me. I know I want to marry you. If there are no red flags, can we can we put a date on the calendar? You know, and that way, right. I, I think it would be more helpful to you because you're living in time right now, and you're like, all I know is he doesn't touch me. We feel a little bit distant. But remember, the reason why that is is because you guys were intimately involved before. So you want the same guy. Right. You know, you want the same guy you you were involved with with the exception of uh, intercourse and sex. That it's going to be hard okay, to so get that same guy. Okay, so you're saying from a man's perspective, that's just not possible. Um, I mean, with the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it's not possible, but what I'm saying is y'all used to kick it one way, which wasn't right before marriage. Now you're trying to do it right, and it's difficult because you know this guy before, and he knows you before. He He put a ring on it, so you know he loves you. But now he can't be as intimate with you as he used to be without completely failing. So he's got to, like, get his mind sharp. he got to be in prayer. he got to be in Scripture. He's going to be the spiritual leader. He's got to get the house in order. he got to get his finances. Let this man focus on really getting his house in order uh, to, to really truly marry you. And, and you're going to have to just focus on building him up and, and helping him be strong and not require so much, again, this is just my opinion, there's no Bible in verse here, but not require so much intimacy from him like it's the same dude that you were sleeping with six months ago. Right. So you want right. that You want that guy, but y'all not, you, you can't have that same guy. Again, <laughs> now I know, that, I know there's dudes out there that are saying, Dr. Anderson, no, I can be that guy. I can be touchy-feely and and affectionate and intimate without going further. And I just say to them, God bless you. But most of us men, that's hard. So if he's got a great uh, girl like you, Monique, my girl, uh, you know, from from Woodbridge, I'm going to marry her. I put a ring on it. We're going through premarital counseling. Monique, you have it well. So don't mess this one. Don't mess okay. this up because you want to argue with him. I'm not saying you are, but I'm just saying this for everybody else. Don't mess this right, up because right. you want to argue with him because he don't hug you long enough. Right. Okay. Now, if y'all weren't kicking it in the I, past and y'all didn't have any of that experience or anything like that, I could say to you, well, this guy's just not an affectionate guy. He may not ever get there. He needs to be taught how to be more affectionate and all that. But to me, I don't think that that's the issue. I think he's really just trying to. Uh, he, he's in training right now. He's in boot camp right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my two cents on it, okay? Well, I will say this. Like, we did, for the premarital counseling, we did stay on communication for uh-huh. longer. Yeah. Um. So we did, like, maybe three weeks just on communication because yeah. that is something that is a challenge for us. I'm sure. So um, I know that we're moving at a slower pace. Now, right. you know, on average, mm-hmm. maybe some couples finish in six weeks. Right. But we're long over that. 
Well, you got stuff to work out. There's no doubt about it. Let me tell you, Amber and I, we went to Moody Bible Institute, so you couldn't do anything more than hold hands, and you couldn't go to movies back in that day. And so we would go to a, a, a coffee house called Third Coast, and we'd spend all our time talking and dating and holding hands, and that was about the end of it. Let me tell you what. I'm a, I'm a Christian. She's a Christian. We were in a Christian school, but I got tired of coffee. I'm ready now. I mean, you know, you talk about intimacy. I'm looking into your eyes. You're a beautiful uh, woman, and I want you, and I can't have you. That makes me frustrated and mad and angry. All I can do is go back to the room and get on my knees and pray to Jesus. At some point, you got to get married, and I think that's the issue with, with you and him. I think you got a good guy there. You just got to get through this time period. My two cents. Awesome. All right, Monique. Okay. <laughs> So take all a right, deep t- take a deep breath and hold on, all right? Right. All thank right. you. You're so Bye. very welcome. I'm running to my break as soon as I get back. Maybe I can kick it with a couple more of you before the show ends in about 15 minutes. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. talk with dr david anderson you can now catch dr anderson's half hour radio highlight show on saturdays at 7 p.m right here on wava 105.1 you'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show real talk with dr david anderson weekend edition saturday 7 p.m on wava check it out for more information about dr anderson visit andersonspeaks.com When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? The theology of romance. That's what we're talking about. 
Is romance necessary for a loving relationship to flourish? What do you think? Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Right back to the phone lines. Uh, let's see, Arlington, Virginia. I've got Chris on the line. Let's go there. Hey, Chris, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me, my friend. What are you thinking? You know, it, it says in the Word that we're supposed to love our wives as Christ loved the church uh-huh. and gave himself for it. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't see anything more romantic than him washing feet mm. and cooking for his disciples. Right. And, and, and taking care of sick people, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think if you take the romance out of a relationship, it feels more like obligation than anything. Mm. And I don't want to feel like I'm at work if my spouse is supposed to be a help me. So are you saying it's more about devotion than duty? I think if there's no romance, it, it, it feels more like duty. Yeah. It feels more like duty. I see. There's no obligation at the cross. Right, right, right. So I, I get your point. So it, 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 how if you don't feel the romance, uh, is the duty okay? You know, I, I think the duty's okay to a certain point, but if if you want to sustain a good relationship, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, personally, I need more than that. Right. Because, uh, right. you know, the, you can handle your... <laughs> I, I'm just speaking for myself. I need right. more than that. Right. No, I, I hear you. Speaking from a, from a biblical, biblical standpoint, yeah. you know, even the Song of Solomon was something that was romantic. It was passionate. It's true. It was. And, and it was. It, and I think that God would would have us to be the same way because everything He did, He did with passion, with romance. He was an emotional God. Right. Well, and, and if we're supposed to love like He loves, yeah, I just think it's necessary. Well, you know, I think it's it's powerful. I think it adds fuel. It adds power. I'm not sure if it is absolutely necessary. And what I mean by that, not that I don't want it. But sometimes you get in those moments, uh, Chris, it's like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Nothing was romantic about that. He's like, Lord, if there's any other way, let me out. I want to go. But then he said, not my will, but thy will be done. He was submissive. He surrendered. He sacrificed. And it was a duty, but he did it because he loved us. Uh, and so that's that. Maybe that's why they call it the passion. Maybe maybe there was this uh, yeah. something that got him through the duty. Uh, and that was that commitment, you it, know, even though it didn't feel good, right? It's, it's, yes, sir. It's like a balance. Yeah. And and, and, and there's not always going to be the rosy, peachy moments. Oh, really? But it's going to be the love and the passion <laughs> that gets you to the obligation. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, listen, Chris, I appreciate you. Thanks for hanging with me today on Real Talk. As soon as I get back, maybe I can get in Eric from Springfield before I land this plane. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Why are you on your phone? We have dinner reservations. I'm getting a quote for life insurance from Ethos. Just look. 
Wow. You know, I thought it would be more expensive. A friend told me about Ethos. It's a new, straightforward kind of term life insurance that offers policies for any budget. Let's do an estimate for you. Do we have time? You just answer four simple questions to get an instant quote. <laughs> These are easy questions. And there's the instant quote. Seriously? That was really fast. I know, right? And the online application only takes about 10 minutes. No pushy agents. And in most cases, no medical exams. It's perfect for us. Can we apply right now? Why not? And after dinner, maybe we can celebrate. You know what? Ethos is perfect for us. Ethos is ethical term life insurance. Straightforward and super fast. Don't put it off. Go to ethoslife.com for a free instant quote now. E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. That's ethoslife.com. Are you looking for a private school that'll help your elementary or middle school child realize their potential? Manassas Christian School has so much more to offer your child. Manassas Christian School features several advantages, such as small class sizes, a focus on respect and values, kindergarten through eighth grade, robotics programs, plus after-school sports and clubs right on campus. Is transportation an issue? They feature round-trip bus to and from your home if you live in the Gainesville, Haymarket, Manassas, or Woodbridge areas. Call now. It's not too late to enroll your child for classes starting this September. The enrollment process is quick and easy. To learn all about how Manassas Christian School can benefit your child and to set up a visit, just go to their website at www.manassaschristianschool.com or just call 703-393-6555. 703-393-6555. A new ulcerative colitis study is enrolling in your area. Are you like us? We are roughly a million people with ulcerative colitis who suffer flare-ups, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and cramping. Are these UC symptoms impacting your daily life? If so, a new investigational medication is being evaluated to target the underlying causes of UC symptoms. Doctors in our area need volunteers for this important research study. To qualify, you must be at least 18 years old and have not been helped by previous or current treatments. Qualified participants will receive all study-related care and medication at no cost. You can live beyond ulcerative colitis. Find out today if you qualify. Call 1-888-388-1653 or visit researchuc.com. That's 1-888-388-1653 or visit researchuc.com. 1-888-388-1653 or researchuc.com. with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you. And by the way, I'm always supporting Best Buy Waterproofing because they're supporting 
us, and I know I'm going to see some of you right now on my Facebook Live page as well as my YouTube page. It's coming back up right now. But Best Buy Waterproofing, their phone number, if you need them, is 844-98. Thank you, sir. 980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. If you need waterproofing in your home or you need somebody to come give a free inspection, make sure you check them out. BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. And I'm just waving to those of you uh, who are waiting there on that Facebook Live page. And by the way, you can actually watch the show on Facebook Live later. You can also uh, go to the YouTube channel. Just put in my name, Anderson Speaks, and you can see uh, the show there as well. So go ahead and share it with a friend. Hit subscribe so I can have more subscribers and get even more people and more people watching the show if you think it's valuable. All right. Well, you can call me tomorrow at 888-432-7434. I'm going to get my last caller in. This is uh, Eric. He's in Springfield. Hey, Eric, how you doing today? Hey, great, doctor. How are you? Excellent. I got about 30 seconds, but I want to hear from you. What are you thinking? That we have distorted relationships as far as what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. We're called together so that Two people can accomplish more than he thought one person could do by themselves. Mm. That is all. Mm. We're not called to be worried about how happy we are or how great this is or how romantic it is. Mm -hmm. Just a young lady was talking about wanting her man to be more affectionate. I want her to say those same things after she has two children. (laughs) How affectionate (laughs) she's going to want to be in that moment. Uh At the end of the day, we're called to run the race whatever his purpose is. Mm. And if we as Christians don't get that through our heads, our divorce rate will be as high as mm. the world's divorce rate. We're called to finish. I think it's close right now, finish, Mr. Eric. We don't hear well done. Mm-hmm. We don't hear well done. Mm. I want to hear well done. Amen. Thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate it. I do think our divorce rates might be where the uh, where the world is. So you make a good point. That, that argues for duty. That argues for commitment. That argues, argues for being faithful to the Lord and trusting him with everything else. Uh, Well, happy Valentine's Day to all of you. And remember, the highest level of love is agape love. We see it in Jesus because Jesus is love. Heavenly Father, as we go out, we just pray that you would remind us yet again of your love for us. Thank you so much, God. And we just pray that we'd extend that love to others. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.